Welcome back, everybody. Another week of Taurus Talk here with the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan. Flying solo this week, but again on location at our Mansfield branch at 600 West Street in Mansfield, Massachusetts. And this week, I will be joined by one of our great territory managers from down on the Cape, John Souza. John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. John, you haven't been with the SG Taurus Company that long, but a lot of people, especially in your territory, know you because you've been in this industry for quite some time. Can you just tell the people who may not know who you are, how you got to the SG Taurus Company, and then a little bit of what you've been doing since you got here? Um, Well, I was an HVAC contractor on the Cape. I started in the business at an early age back in 1975. I operated a heat and air conditioning refrigeration company for 28 plus years. Um, SG Tourist was one of the suppliers we used. They were very supportive. Sold my business back in 2009. Worked for the current owner for about a year. And then I had a non-compete clause that lasted five years. So I kind of stumbled on working on Nantucket for five years. That gets tiring, traveling back and forth. So I was doing some gas work, some propane installations, a lot more physical work than I cared to do at the time. You've been with the SG Doors Company now just about, just over a year, correct? Yeah, just over a year. Tucker um, gave me a call at one time and said, hey, John, we're looking for somebody to um, do some sales and service, some work, technical training on the Cape. He says, we're wondering if you're interested. Talked it over with my wife. She said it might be a good opportunity. So we met and talked over a few things and... The rest is history, as they say. And now this is something that makes you pretty unique to really any company is not only are you doing sales with our company, you're also our technical trainer that is on the Cape. So we have training here at our Mansfield branch. We've always had it at our Wilmington branch, but now with you in the fold, we're able to offer it on the Cape. Can you talk about some of the things that you've done with some of the dealers that we have on Cape and the Islands? Yeah, I taught at the Cape Cod Regional Technical High School in Howard. Um, I did a spring and a fall class and 10 week course, two nights a week. That was a little untiring. So this works out a lot better. Um, I can be hands-on with the technicians from the different dealers out in the field. And also I can cover the basics for people entering the field. Basic refrigeration, basic air conditioning, basic electricity. Get to know everybody so they're comfortable when they're out in the field and have a problem. They're comfortable calling me. Great. You can check that out. You can look at our schedule on our website, sgtaurus.com, and check out the training page, Taurus Training Institute. John, we had talked off the air here, and and you sent me an idea of something that you used not only when you were in the field, but you continue to use to this day. It's how you approach your service calls when you were in the field and how you approach some sales things now. And it really caught my eye as you told me that you act like a doctor. Can you expound on that a little bit and just talk about what you mean by acting like a doctor and how you can be a doctor looking at an air conditioner, looking at a heat pump, looking at any type of HVAC equipment? Well, we're professionals and sometimes we have to gather a lot more information than the doctor does when you go to the doctor's office. So first thing happens, you call the doctor and you ask for an appointment. You, You schedule an appointment. You talk to the receptionist. She gathers information. Your name, your phone number, your address, the nature of your visit. Well, we do the same thing. You call an office of an HVAC professional, the secretary or the receptionist, gathers information. They store the information in their system, the model number, the serial number of your pieces of equipment, the type of problem you're having, and then they schedule a, a service visit. 
when the service visit happens, it's very similar in, in our discussion here. You say it's very similar to when you walk in the door. When you walk in the door to a doctor's office, somebody's watching you. Somebody is, is noticing what's happening with you. And, and when you walk in, the doctor is seeing you even before they get into more in-depth conversations and, and doing the diagnostic testing essentially on a human now, when you walk in for a service call or when a, a person walks in for a service call in a home, you think they should be doing the same thing as well, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Um, you walk into a doctor's office, they're, they're watching your posture, your appearance, your demeanor, etc. You walk in to service an HVAC piece of equipment, you start observing visual inspection, the environment, the general condition, the indoor equipment, the outdoor equipment, the air distribution system. The controls, is it a single zone, is it a multi-zone? When you're gathering that information, so many times somebody walks into a house and they just can't do one, you know, do a once over and they get on with things. Is there anything that you suggest really keeping an eye out for in terms of going in and when you're doing these service calls, is there one thing that stands out to you more to help you diagnose some of these problems? Yeah, basic condition of the equipment. Has it been properly maintained? Documentation on site that somebody has been performing preventive maintenance both in the heating season and the cooling season. General appearance, filters, cleanliness. I think that's a great point because when you walk into a doctor's office or when you walk into anywhere really, if you show up and you haven't been taking care of yourself and you're a disheveled mess and everything, people notice. And I think that what you're saying here is if you're an HVAC professional and you're walking in, you're trying to diagnose a problem and you see that there's no service schedule that's been there, their filters are gunked up and it looks like it hasn't been changed in a couple of years, that you know that you might be facing a larger issue than you initially walked in thinking you had. Yeah, unless the proper procedures are followed, just like going to doctor's office, they take your heart rate, they look down your throat, they look up your nose, they, they listen to your hearing. Exactly the same. We have to observe everything in order for us to determine is what we are seeing for a problem what caused the problem or is there something else that has caused this problem and you're just going to put a band-aid on it by correcting the initial problem and not looking further down the line. From there, generally, you want to go in and you want to get the more specific information. This is when you start really getting into your service and getting into, you know, getting hands-on with the equipment as you, you know, the beginning of a doctor's appointment, that part where you sit there and, and you wait for, uh, for the nurse to come in. Can you talk about what the best way to approach that is and some of the initial tests that you might perform? Yeah, initially, you know, the first step is to listen to the customer and see what their initial complaint is. Is this something that just started? Is this an ongoing problem? Are they comfortable throughout the building? Then we're going to take the conditions that we are currently at. What conditions are the equipment operating at now? The outdoor ambient temperature, the indoor dry bulb entering the piece of equipment, the indoor wet bulb entering the piece of equipment, the supply air dry bulb exiting the equipment, the supply air wet bulb exiting the equipment. Is the capacity that the system is generating the capacity of the system? Is it much lower? The static pressure, the duct distribution system, is it affecting the operation of the equipment because it was poorly installed? The sensible temperature drop across the coil when we're running air conditioning. These are all key points that have to be measured in order to properly diagnose the system. A doctor examines you and basically there's about nine items that they look at in order to direct them into the right area and determine what to do further. 
we have to take about 20 items in order for us to properly analyze an air conditioning system to determine what direction we are going to go. Is it an electrical problem? Is it a refrigerant problem? Is it a capacity problem? Was it not properly designed? Is the ductwork affecting the overall operation of the system? And the equipment is fine, but it's something else. And so when you when you look at this and when you're teaching this to people who either come to your class or if it's a dealer that has you come in and talk with some of their employees. Is there a method that you have and you had when you were doing these service calls in the field? Is there kind of a method to your madness, you know, where you specifically check? Do you have like a checklist that you go through for these individual pieces or do you take more of the general large approach first and then start drilling down further and further as you go? I I have a systematic approach observation visual inspection is number one what is the age of the equipment has the equipment been properly maintained is there signs of a refrigerant leak by oil sports Um, is the airflow correct the filter plugged after the visual inspection is the key there are 20 items that need to be taken in order to properly analyze an air conditioning system back to your question it's definitely a systematic approach. You know, from the communication with the customer, what is the initial complaint? What was the system like when it was operating properly? And then visual inspection, and again, the 20 point checklist. Once that information is gathered, you can analyze it and determine what direction you're gonna go from there. Again, is it an electrical problem? Is there a piece of equipment that's not functioning? Is it a refrigerant charge problem? The system is functioning, but it doesn't have the proper temperature drop across the coil. Is it an airflow problem that's affecting the overall system performance? Was an addition put on the house and now the system doesn't have adequate capacity? Were windows added? More solar gain? You know, what's interesting, John, is the industry starts to skew a little younger. You're getting more and more new blood in. This may not be things that people think of. I think it's great that you kind of lay out this approach for folks. And what I noticed in here too, is that you can use this same approach, not only just for your service calls, but when you're going into sell as a, as a dealer, when you go into a house and you need to put something in, or you go into a business and you need to put in some sort of equipment, you need all of these diagnostics as well, more so on the building than on the existing equipment. But if you're going into a place or if you're going in to put in new equipment, you can use this pretty much the same systematic approach. You really don't want to act like you're a machine when you're going in front and talking to customers. <laughs> you don't want to make it look so bad that you have a re- routine and you're going to ignore everything they're saying. You really have to listen to them, communicate, find out what their needs and desires are with their air conditioner or heating equipment. And from that point, analyze the system. What do they currently have? What are they looking, how are they looking to improve the system? Do they have allergies? Do they have dry skin in the winter times? And and just communicate with the customer and then do a systematic approach to both sales and service. And now once you've gone in and done your systematic approach here, what's the next step that someone should take? You can diagnose something, but if you don't take that next step, then it's almost, it seems like the whole system isn't worth it. What's your next step once you've finished going through everything and you're back talking with the homeowner? Once we identify the problem, we have to explain to the customer what the corrective actions need to be. And everyone has a budget, so the cost associated with the corrective actions. Are we going to repair the existing system 
maybe it has another four, five, six, ten years of life. It's not that old. Maybe a repair is not in the best interest of the customer because of energy conservation and the current rebates available. Once we analyze the system and determine whether the problem is correctable for a small amount of money or a large amount of money, we address it with the customer and then inform them and let them make the decision in which direction. Well, John, I think it's a very innovative, very interesting approach that not a lot of people are taking. And we really want to thank you for bringing your method onto Taurus Talk here and letting the masses hear it. You're not only helping your dealers, but you're helping dealers really across our region. I think it's a great value to them. And this is part of our dealer support that we bring. You know, these Taurus Talks are going to help people grow their business and help their business become better. And I think that using this approach and hearing this approach is something that can really help people out. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate being here and I I hope it is helpful to people in the trade because um, we need to bring up the level of service in the HVAC industry and truly act like doctors to a systematic approach. I completely agree, John. And John's going to be back on more podcasts here, especially on Tech Talk, where John's doing a lot of the training on the Cape. John has a ton of technical experience, as do a lot of our TMs, but John's one of the best. We're going to have him back on Tech Talks. You can check out our training schedule if you're on the Cape or the South Shore or in that area. Check out his training schedule. You can go. You can take the classes with John. You can reach out to John if you're in the territory. And if you have any other questions, you can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Talk or Taurus Tech Talk. You can check us out on iTunes. You can check us out on Spotify. And pretty much anywhere, you can go onto our website as well sgtaurus.com slash podcast. We want to thank everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.